this is Drop the Mic, the Chamber podcast. Our purpose here with our podcast is to inspire listeners and viewers to think about and build their business via a changed perspective, awareness, or paradigm shift, providing another opportunity for our members to engage and to succeed. And once again, I welcome you all to Drop the Mic. I am your host, Mo Bellavo, the Executive Director of the Chamber of Greater East Hampton. And this is where I get to talk with members, local people of interest, thought leaders, and innovators. Join me as we discuss on a deeper level who they are, what they do, but more importantly, why they do it. What's the juice? What gets you out of bed in the morning? I'm super excited about this project, which is in partnership with East Hampton Media. It's such a pleasure to meet to work with Jen Ramsey and her team of professionals, Ryan Arnold and Tim, who's with us today, filming. And uh, it's really, really an exciting partnership. So I thank them. And we're on episode two. And our guest of the day, welcome, Phil Palante of La Veracruzana. Hi, neighbor. How are you? I'm doing well this morning. Thank you. Excellent, yeah, excellent. Excited to be here with you. <clears throat> so if you don't know Phil, Phil and his wife, Sunya, are the owners of La Veracruzana, um, which there are now three locations. And their newest location here in East Hampton, which is the largest of the three, Northampton, Amherst, is. and East Hampton. Yeah, yeah. And um, to get us going with our conversation, I have a burning question, Phil. Uh -oh. <laughs> and that burning question is, as a restaurateur, mm -hmm. when you're not in one of your three locations, out of all of the local restaurants, what is your where do you like to go, and what is your go-to meal? Boy, that's a that's a good question. Uh, I, I think for so many years, over probably a couple different moves, uh, it would probably be uh, moves on their part would be Molino's oh. Trattoria and uh, the Linguini Salsiccia. Oh, uh, it just brings back a lot of memories uh, as a kid. How, how my mom uh, used to cook with some of my grandmother's recipes. Yum. Yeah. yeah. So for those of us who don't know your story, mm -hmm. perhaps you can just kind of bring us up to speed. So you mentioned that you're a transplant transplanted from where? Sure. Sure. Yeah. I, I grew up right outside of uh, Cleveland, Ohio, in a town called Euclid. Uh, and uh, came out here uh, when I was 19 years old. So in retrospect, um, you know, as far as age goes, I'm a full-time New Englander, obviously, right. <laughs> now after the 40-plus uh, right, years right. or so out here. So <clears throat> for the brief time that I have known you mm -hmm. and we continue to um, learn about each other, it seems to me that you and Sunya are kind of like serial entrepreneurs. <laughs> so give me your, a little bit of a history as to what have you been doing up until this point? Sure, sure. Um, a little bit of who mm. you are, perhaps maybe a little bit about who Sunya is. Mm -hmm. And I would love to know how you came upon to be La Vera Cruzana. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's a that's a long story for sure. Oh. Um, the the La Vera Cruzana part, but uh, you know, I think as as far as the whole entrepreneurial uh, aspect of life, uh, 
Yeah, I'm very blessed to be in a relationship and a marriage that uh, one kind of drives the other. Mm. With with different driving forces, I think you know behind each particular one. You know, as a as a kid, I had things like paper routes and shoveled driveways and and did things just so I could you know put some change in my pocket painting and yeah <laughs> there, there was some of that um <laughs> and uh uh, uh I, I think was uh, really similar also didn't grow up around here uh grew up out in iowa and iowa city and uh, one of the stories that she would tell me when we first met was how when she was a kid they would detassel corn so they basically rode around the cornfields in these buckets that were hanging off the trucks, detasseling the corn so the corn would, you know, produce uh, produce its uh, fruits. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it wasn't long before Sunya would go so fast and have so much command of people around her that the field owners and the farmers had her in charge mm -hmm. of... Mm -hmm. the, the different teams. So. Mm -hmm. Born leader. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So we always, you know, that's one of the biggest challenges in, in our household, who's going to delegate. <laughs> oh, and who's going to be the delegatee. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> how long ago did you come upon La Veracruzana? How long has that been under your purview well we we purchased the restaurants almost uh two years ago it'll be uh two years coming up in march and but, what did you guys uh, what were you doing before then uh, i've been in automotive retail for 30 years so <laughs> that's kind of what I, I started doing when i first came out to new england back in the early 80s um, interestingly though when uh when sunya and i met she was actually helping run the office and manage the books for La Vera Cruzana. Uh, okay. Back when, uh, gosh, I want to say it, it was right about the time that uh, Martine, the former owner, opened up the Amherst location. So she was getting her master's degree at Springfield College working at La Vera Cruzana. I was working in Springfield at the time, so it was... Uh, you know, a great relation, another great relationship that started over food because uh -huh. she would stop by occasionally on her way to class and bring me a burrito. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was already a fan. But uh, uh, so you left. You both left full time gigs. Mm -hmm. And so then you purchased. Yes. Thought yes. about purchasing. Like yeah. so, what what brought you to that ultimate? I mean, because that's a huge shift. You know, a lot of it, uh, the the restaurant dro drove I mean. the purchase was just you know knowing the business. She uh, back in I want to say it was about 2014. Uh, we had a, a another family business uh, that Sunya started back in the late 90s, and. It had kind of run her course as far as, um, you know, her interest. We'd built it up, looked at, at selling it corporate, uh, and that didn't happen. So uh, after one year sending out over 100 W-2s and, and really just having the business drive us around, we mm -hmm. said, okay, let's bring some sanity back in our life and get back to doing what we do best, servicing, you know, our core customers and doing the things that we enjoy doing mm -hmm. um, 
but uh, that had kind of run its course. I had gotten uh, back into the retail management uh, world when she was uh, reintroduced to, to uh, La Veracruzana and uh, started assuming some of the same uh, uh, responsibilities as, and as those grew, uh, we reconnected with some of the relationships that we had had prior with with, uh, with some of the employees, and then um, built and forged on with with some new ones. Mm-hmm. And the the business was in a, a state of flux. It was a great business with a with a, just an unbelievable, not not just local but an area following. A staple, if you will. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was a great brand and. Uh, uh, we, we had an opportunity to jump on board, purchase it, and keep it going with the hopes of also growing it and um, not only supporting, you know, the the community with a mm-hmm. with a, a, a staple as you as you said in a brand, but you know the the restaurants if you've if you've been a customer for five years 10 years 20 years you walk in and you see people that have been there right for 15 or 20 years and the families that make la veracruzana what it is right 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 so um here you are contemplating making that move Mm -hmm. what was the pivotal moment where you said okay this is what we absolutely need need to do or was was there sure. a was there a labor around that decision or did you just say this is what i got we gotta no, do i i think and and it was somewhat of a two-stage thing um you know sunya and i said okay yeah this is something we're going to do at the time uh i was i was still uh managing a facility over in west springfield so I was going to stay on board with that, help out where I could. But, you know, there was no getting in her way. She was just jumping in. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do it. So we uh, took a look at the financing, cleared out a few accounts, yeah, <laughs> as yeah, you can right. imagine, and uh, and jumped on board and, and just started doing it. Um, so, well, yeah. just started doing it. Yeah, so that's, yeah. uh, that's not as easy as it would appear just started doing yeah. it. You know, you've got a, a an established brand, mm-hmm. a beloved brand within the region. So there had to have, I'm guessing, that there might have been some little bit of intrepidation because it's it's kind of, you know, you're stepping into this very solid thing, which is very encouraging sure. and very exciting. But then you got to keep that going. Yeah, yeah. And for two years, you guys have been rocking it. Yeah, and it's, um, <laughs> interestingly, it probably one of the best compliments that I've heard over the last couple of years didn't happen for about a year right. <laughs> but, but was people would say great job you didn't screw it up <laughs> <laughs> and in retrospect you know it's one of the things I think that made the decision easy to get into was because it you know was a, a well-known product mm-hmm. with a great brand with great employees that you know we didn't want to go in and just change things just because we we're the you know new owners right. that in in essence that didn't give us the the right or cachet to say okay well this was wrong this is wrong you need to do things different you know um Sunya by education has her master's in marriage and family counseling so oh, she's a great listener but she's also 
very strategic and quick at being able to pinpoint, okay, well, this is the input I have. This is a, a good direction, right. you know, to go. In. And I have to say, one of the observations, again, you've been here in East Hampton. Um, it's not even been a year, right? No, no, no yeah, yeah. Right? So, and my observation has been that all of, all of your employees, all of the folks that are um, with you just seem to be so delighted and so happy and so... Um, friendly, yeah. uh, you know, and I'm sure there might be some blips here and there of behind course, the scenes, yeah, but yeah. it just seems like in general, yeah. you know, happy employees make happy customers and you seem to be able to have um, conquered that. Yeah. And not necessarily, that's a bad word, conquered that, but in, uh, nurtured that. Well, I think we've got a very good group of of leaders and management people, whether it be um, Angel Munoz over here right. in East Hampton. Uh, you know, I have uh, Modesto Garcia, who's over in Northampton, uh, Consuelo and her daughters over in Amherst. Uh, but we've got a core group of folks that uh, they really keep an eye on on our brand. Right. You know, uh, for I feel like all the times that we're not there, and 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 you want to be able to. Let those people give them the resources they need to be mm-hmm. successful, and then Autonomy. back them up. And and for crying out loud, hey, we all make mistakes. I I do it every day. You know, some right. days when I get out of bed, it's a mistake. <laughs> but but at the end of the day, uh, you know, give people the freedom to uh, run the business as if it was theirs and support them like you are. Well, and that's yeah. the exact feeling that I got when I walk in. Cool. Cool. Here in East Hampton, you know, yeah. I, I can't say that I frequent the other two locations very often, but that is the exact feeling that Proximity, I get. Proximity, yeah. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Proximity, yeah, yeah, right next door, yeah. which happens to be not so bad. Yeah. Um, so now let's, maybe you can help me. I'd like to know a little bit more about, you've got a lot of things going on. Sure, sure. You've got three different locations with another uh, exciting. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? An exciting presentation. Another exciting location. Yeah. Um, idea. Want to share with that? I, I yeah, we're really excited about it. We we um, uh, we, you know, another one of the those go to places I think for us as the, as far as food venues when we're not going to La Vera Cruzana was. Uh, uh, different poke shops, and which I had never heard of until you told me yeah. a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, what is this? Uh, hopefully, that'll bode well, uh, f- you know, for us. But it's, uh, you know, for for people, I, th- I think I probably sh- said this to you is, um, you know, I kind of would describe it if you're not familiar with it as lazy man sushi. I know it's, uh, it's awesome. It you know has its origins in Hawaii, fresh fish over rice or lettuce with you know different ingredients that. Yeah, we can we could do a, a a menu bowl or a lot of times a la carte. It. And uh, soon you had a place locally that you know she would once every week, two weeks, whatever it was. If if she got a craving for it, we'd find ourselves there, grab some food to go, and boom, away we go. Um, and it was you know probably a couple of months ago, two or three months ago, we were it was a nice afternoon, so we said, hey, let's sit out front they had some tables out front and uh about at the same time we just looked at each other and said it's why wouldn't we do this uh, <laughs> why 
not? Because, <laughs> hey, three locations with one restaurant. Yeah. Let's start something else. And it's a different, uh, it's a different level of of involvement. I think as as far as the whole process goes, which after you have two restaurants with full-blown kitchens prep and everything and then build out another one this one is a, a little bit less involved but it also has uh, some I think some great ingredients that people are looking for today non-processed mm -hmm. fresh mm -hmm. fast as far as our you know that'll fit into everybody's busy schedules mm -hmm. so yeah we're, we're pretty gassed about it uh, we at the same time <laughs> you know we kind of you know uh, who was it? I think Harry Callahan said, hey, you know, man's got to know his limitations. Right. So uh, we we are partnering up with a couple local folks that uh, we're, we're very fond of. Oh, uh, okay. Locks, Interesting. Jewel, Juliet and Keith Locke. And uh, um, we're going to get together and have, you know, different assignments of who's going to do what. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're really excited about uh, opening up our first one anyhow. And, uh <laughs> East Hampton. All right. I know. Yeah. Right down the street. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So um, now you have, you know, so you have your three original La Vera Cruzana. You've got your new enterprise mm -hmm. coming down the street. Um, and you have a family. Yeah, yeah. So how do you and Sunya manage to always be so pleasant, <laughs> always be smiling? Whenever I have a question... You get back to me. It's not like yeah. it, it gets forgotten, and I'm not the only one asking you questions or looking for your time or whatever. So, how do you balance all of that? Um, I, I think at the end of the day, it's how just old are about your kids? Getting stuff done. I have two teenagers. Okay. <laughs> okay. So they're somewhat, so, yeah, <laughs> somewhat yeah. autonomous. Yeah, and and uh, you know the. Uh, I, I think as far as just attitude and how you approach it, you know, before we started filming, you know, you had mentioned that, you know, you're, you know, just generally every day when you get out of bed, you're a happy person. And I, I think, uh, you know, that is, you know, in my DNA, certainly it's in Sunya's DNA. You know, I, I think I have, when it comes to parenting, I've learned so much from her because it, it's it's easy as an employer, as a as a manager, as a leader, as a parent, to just say no, mm -hmm. you know, how do you find ways to say yes, especially when it's something that uh, you can you can find a way to make that yes a, a great life experience, a good you know work experience, a learning experience, any of those things, and sometimes you have to you know pull in on the reins a little bit to change the direction things are going in but you know at the end of the day how do you do that you know I, I think uh, you know perspective wise you don't have to look too far to see people who are not as fortunate in life who don't have the blessings that that you have and I'm, mm -hmm. when i say you i'm talking about myself personally that's no, how, how what really shapes my perspective I hear perspective is a big deal yeah you know when you think you're having a bad day yeah just look around yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah you know what my i grew up in a, a family with five kids and older brother and older sister and then two younger brothers and uh, my youngest brother, you know, was born with Down syndrome. And 
as a kid growing up, you know, it, it, it hit me pretty early that, geez, Phil, you know, you got it pretty good. So, mm-hmm. you know, not that you don't have a bad day or get in right. a funk occasionally, but again, you know, you don't have to look too far. And, uh, you know, in uh, in retrospect, um, it, it, it's it's so interesting to me and it's such a life lesson that I I took away and learned so much more mm-hmm. from my my brother Christopher mm-hmm. than he could have ever you know learned what do you from think, me. <laughs> what do you think the the biggest lesson that he taught you was? <sighs> to to appreciate uh, you know the the gifts that I have to to um, you know love people. Uh, you know, unconditionally to uh, to try to smile right. more and, and not discount what uh, being a positive influence can be for, for people. Because you never know, you know, yeah, you, you know what your days look like, but you mm-hmm. never know what that, you know, person that's sitting across the table from you is, has been through. And, uh, right. and, you know, just... A little bit of caring, a little bit of compassion, yeah. a little bit of interest it might be all that you need to, you know, make a difference right. in your day. And you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, we're, I, you know, I truly believe we're here for each other. Right. You know? yeah. I think that's a that's a really huge lesson. You know, I find myself, um, you know, when I'm running or exercises and i'm not a runner i'm a walk runner but when i'm I've running seen you run <laughs> when i'm running <laughs> um to my next meeting yeah. <laughs> um no you were doing it athletically <laughs> oh geez well anyways um but i'd say to myself you know mo you know if you need to walk then you need to walk nobody knows how many miles you've already ran And I try to remember that. And I don't always succeed. I'm not a perfect human being, but I really do try. Which one of us are, right? To to say, you know, look, you don't know how many miles that person has walked in those shoes. Mm -hmm. You don't know any of that. So I really, again, I don't always succeed. And I I find myself and I catch myself. But um, I try not to uh, prejudge. That just leads to... Yeah. Not good things. Yeah, and I think as as you've been around a little bit longer, like maybe you and I, uh, can, right. in, in, in retrospect, say, it, it's so much about the timing of that opportunity because I've had so many years of my life where I didn't get it until it was too late to do something about it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, by, by the grace of being around for, you know, a, a few extra years, I, I'm getting better at that I, mm-hmm. I don't think i've gotten there yet but you mm-hmm. know well the other thing the, the flip side of that too though i think phil is is that if we had it all figured out then what's the point yeah, yeah. you know what are you like doing you'd run the world yeah. right yeah. well <laughs> then what right so um i'm curious to know you know you do you in the morning just hop out of bed and say What's going to happen today? You know, what's your juice? What gets you? What I just envision that's what happens, and I, yeah. I could be completely wrong. But does that happen for you? You know, uh, I've, I've always been a morning person. As a kid, <laughs> I had a uh, I, I delivered the Cleveland Plain Dealer and started in sixth grade. So I was up at five a.m. every morning, going down to the corner picking up my papers, um, and I, I still do that. I get up and I get the kids breakfast, but. 
you know, I, I think, and after talking with you, I've probably been a little more introspective about it, but I, I think there's layers of, of drive. There's layers of the, you know, the reasons why you do this or do that. And, uh, you know, from, you know, you got to pay bills, you got to, right. you know, you got to provide right. for yourself, your family. I want to know what's um, underneath that. I, I, and I think that's the, you know, the core thing that pushes me is, is, you know, uh, the connection that I had growing up with my family that is something that, you know, I hold so close to who I am to mm-hmm. how I try to you know live my life for my kids with my wife uh, and certainly what we do with the restaurants and our businesses you know with our families there whether it's a you know a, a, a group of people or one individual um, the the satisfaction of being a, a positive influence and giving people opportunities that helps them grow is uh, is something that has pushed me for for a lot of years. Whether it was uh, in the in the auto industry, um, whether it's here at La Vera Cruzana, you know, wanting to just wanting to be that individual that can take some of my experiences take some of your experiences and collaborate on to, mm-hmm. you know, making it a better situation mm-hmm. for the person sitting across from me. Yeah. I'm wondering, do you have a particular example of how you may have affected oh. another? I mean, I, 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 just listening to you talk reminds me, um, prior to my coming to the chamber, I was a... Um, uh, a massage therapist for 20 years mm-hmm. and very early on I was taught a lesson in regards to how we affect others in positive ways I, I mean it's obvious how you how you might in other ways affect others but in a positive way so as a massage therapist you know you have a relationship you're working with folks and there's not a lot of conversation going on I had been working with this particular client for quite some time, but I decided to do something different and to close my practice. And, and uh, actually, I was, moved, I was going to be a, working on a cruise ship as a massage therapist. <laughs> so I was leaving my practice, closing it down. And I let her know at the end of our um, time together, and I know nothing really about this woman's life um, other than that she was a consistent client and you know helped her with her health and wellness and um, I told her and she looked at me and she started she just started weeping mm-hmm. and she just looked at me like like now what you know who's going to carry on now when you're gone and I never forgot that no. yeah. you know you know even though we never really had a conversation about anything I had such a positive impact on her you know so I'm wondering if you had that same experience um, in you, your own way. You know, I, I don't think I got anybody to cry. But. Well, <laughs> that's a little dramatic, but. <laughs> but no, you know, whether it's uh, um, providing, uh, you know, opportunities for for people that um, were able to, say, first-time 
purchase their own home, you know, oh, and, that's a big one. and, uh, and, or send kid, their kids to college, you know, a, a lot of first generation families too. Uh, th- that was very satisfying, but I think kind of going back to like direction, uh, I was, I was out back in Cleveland visiting, uh, some friends from, from high school and, uh, one of the one of the guys, one of the pack that I kind of ran with, wound up. Gosh, Jack's been out in Hawaii for over thirty years, and uh, he uh, runs a program nationally now that helps with placement of uh, disadvantaged kids and families. And uh, I was having Jack actually wasn't even there in on the conversation but uh, another really close friend of mine who has uh, kept in good communication with him shared with me about uh, a conversation that he had had with Jack that it, it was a lot of the sacrifice that he saw or at least that's how Jack saw it uh, as kids growing up that we would make or I would make mm-hmm. you know with my younger brother Christopher uh-huh. that I talked right, right. about previously and uh it was pretty profound because it, as as I was taught by my parents and I think has become part of my DNA it, it's it's not really a sacrifice mm-hmm. to do things for mm-hmm. you know gosh it should be pretty easy to do things for people you love acts of kindness yes um so uh that that was a pretty profound moment and I, I think on the bigger picture, it's it's for me. I try to find ways to say, okay, well, h- how do you do those uh, sacrifice? How, whether it's just stopping in traffic and waving somebody through of mm-hmm. people that you don't know, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So right, yeah. So getting back to um, your business and entrepreneurial experience, <gasps> um, mm-hmm. and it's. You know, if it doesn't, when I think about it, you've you've had these restaurants for a couple of years, so mm-hmm. it's it's still kind of fresh. Sure. But it doesn't really. When I talk to you and I watch the two of you in action, it doesn't seem like it, 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 you seem like you've been in this groove for a while. <laughs> you know, like you've got this thing going on and you, you've got it down. Yeah. So I'm not sure if um, this might be a premature question, but what do you wish? you had known when you started out when we started out with love veracruz yeah hmm. that is a good question what do i wish i would have known <sighs> well, a lot of things on the p and l's uh <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> no you know uh, and that's a whole jungle isn't it oh it can be yeah yeah <sighs> no I, I i think um knowing more about the food industry and you know what drives the food industry probably would have been better for me again again it was kind of a a two-part jump where I uh, for the first year or so I I maintained my quote-unquote day job Um, when we purchased the restaurants we were also able to purchase a full liquor license for the Northampton location and Sunya's a tea top. So that's new for them. Yeah, wow. yeah. Well, it was new when we purchased it. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, they had just beer and wine. 
Just beer and wine yep. and, and seasonal from April yep. 1st through uh, December 31st. So, and Sunya's not as familiar with it. She's never really drank much. So I kind of helped out there because <laughs> that, was that your area? I'm a little expertise? bit more familiar. <laughs> but then when we decided to do East Hampton, you know, we just knew bandwidth wise. You know, she's already got so much on her table, and she's not a person that says no to anything. So, it made perfect sense for me to jump on board, help with the build out, and, mm -hmm. and some of the things. So, as far as uh, I'm still learning a lot about the restaurant business mm -hmm. every day. Uh, I think I tend to you know like like most people i would guess is just kind of fall back on you know some of my ability to cajole and and lead <laughs> and and jump in there and 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 work with people right you know, as good leaders do yeah you know I, it's one of the one of the great things that sunya did our we've got a, a 17 year old at home that is hands down he's phenomenal at the business and it's it's what I hear from strangers. The, right. Oh, you know, I, the other night I was sitting at the bar. Hey, was that your kid? You know, then they found out that I was one of the owners. So was that your kid that was working on da 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 night? And I'm like, yeah, that was Alex. Nice. And uh, but the first job that he had was go in the back and wash dishes. Yeah, right. Take care of you know if this person needs something, get it for her. Nice. If this person needs something, get it for him. And, Great. you know, we were probably a month or two months into having opened East Hampton. And he's a he's a bright kid. Uh, we wanted to do a labor analysis just because, oh, gosh, you know, we know we're we're staffing heavy in East Hampton just because we don't know exactly what we're going to see. Right. So he's a good numbers kid and he's great at the register. Sweet. Knows knows how things move around within the, the business. And so soon you sent him downstairs, gave him access to all the different computers, and about an hour later he comes up, he's got a cost labor analysis, hourly, different shift schedules. Awesome. <laughs> and it, it was great. It was like one of those empowering moments that, you know, you see, you know, firsthand, and, you know, he, you could see he was proud yeah, of his work. That's and it awesome. All, it all was really easy to disseminate and look at it. It was a lot of help. You know, for me, and uh, he said, "Geez, uh, you know, I can do everything here, but cook." Yeah, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> but you make a pretty good chip, Alex. Come right? on, right? <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, what defines success for you? Gosh, you know, um, and that's another thing I think that I would say is is on on different levels. Uh, I think the the immediate thing is for for what we do, you know, professionally as a family is uh, giving people opportunities that enhance their lives in a financial mm. way mm. that that is something that they enjoy doing. Yeah, it's pretty evident. Yeah, I, I've always been a big advocate of you know life is is short. If you're if you don't get out of bed and enjoy what you're doing to some extent then you know if you can and i know not everybody has that no, I know. opportunity but try something different right you know um <clears throat> and uh 
you know, and again, you know, hey, everybody can have a bad day. Believe me, I have my share of them. But if you really don't en enjoy doing what you're doing, then, you know, you, you, let's reinvent who you are. Right. Or, or, and gosh knows. <laughs> right. I've done a couple over the years. Well, myself included. Yeah. So, you know, and, and you know, we're we're very blessed as a family. You know, it's it's not a few days or a week that goes by that we don't appreciate our health, our right. mental health, our physical health, right. and uh, you know, as a as a father and a husband, being able to provide those opportunities so soon you can say yes to the next poke shop down hey. the street and uh and and i can be a supportive partner and father of uh nice you know, some great people in my life yeah nice <laughs> so <clears throat> phil mo you have a soundtrack for your life a soundtrack Tell me the the one wow. song that absolutely has to be on that soundtrack. <laughs> well, the first thing I'd say is probably "Life Is a Highway." But <laughs> wow! <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think that would that would be it because you know we're just you know moving along. Yep. And every now and then we'll hit a rest stop and you know break out the picnic basket. <laughs> And enjoy. Take take it all in, and then jump Move back on. on the highway, and away we go. Nice, yeah. Yeah. nice. Um, are you a reader? Do you have time to read? Probably um, not right now. I I enjoy it very much when I do, but uh, honestly, I just have not taken the time. I think the last uh, what's the last book, book I read, read was Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah, that yeah. was a great book. Awesome read. Awesome read. I read it twice. Right. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know. I tinker a lot, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was an awesome read. It was really enlightening. To see some, uh, you know, an individual that uh, that touched so many lives through his drive and innovation. And I'm, and I'm partnered with somebody that has I know. drive. I know. So and I could appreciate that He was so not much. a perfect human being, but. No, no. Who is? Who is, yeah. A, but wow, huh? Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, How about yourself? What am I reading? I mean, I've got like a couple of books going on at this at the moment. I have um, I have and I can't remember the author. It's terrible, but it's called <laughs> Biased. Mm -hmm. So how you know our biases influence our moving about in the world from on a daily basis. Sure. Um, and then I'm also reading. I don't know if you've. I'm into. Uh, self-help and all this kind of stuff but Do you tend um, to read more of that than more f uh, uh, oh less yeah. Fiction yeah. And, yeah 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 um unless i'm reading something like um which is like a, a historical novel mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. kind of stuff i like but um and i'm reading marie florio um it was a gift given to me recently um everything is figure outable mm -hmm. neat which has kind of been my motto yeah. you know um that's like Sunya's motto, how to say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everything's figureoutable. <laughs> if I don't know the answer, I'll figure it. it sure. I'll get it yeah. eventually. And that, that's a great, I, I think, uh, way to approach things. You know, I, I always, you know, as uh, when I was in retail management is, you know, you're, you're working with people every day. There's going to be a lot of people that come in that are going to ask you things that you don't know. 
it you know that moment of truth <laughs> needs me. to be just that trust me yeah it, it, <laughs> like, you, you need to have the comfort level and the confidence to be able to say you know i don't know, <laughs> I know. but let's it's see if we can get what you need it's amazing to me sometimes too so you know some folks will come into the office and they'll they'll ask me this question i don't even have an, a question for an example to give you but it'll be like out of like but we know the look yeah i'm like uh <laughs> have to figure that out yeah, for you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, well, Phil, thank you so much. Oh, Mo, it's been a pleasure. For yeah. um, coming and spending the morning I with hope me. I got five minutes. <laughs> I think we got a few minutes. Good. I think we're good. good. Um, and again, many, many thanks to East Hampton Media Tim, for letting us hang out in their wicked cool studio and Tim for being here today. And we will see you next time.